Hello, everyone, and welcome to our almost last, I think, installment of AP Reread. Yay! Today, Today, that's kind of sad, actually. Yeah, this has been low-key really fun. Now that I'm thinking about it, like, aw. (laughs) Doing a podcast for a capstone is way better than doing an essay. Just saying. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like, even with essays, like, I guess they're supposed to be more educational, but I learn more from, like, talking than I do from essays. Same. Me too. And um, it's not as painful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Not as painful. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, welcome, everybody. Today we are doing our Capstone podcast, and it's going to be a little bit different. We're not going to be talking about set books. Instead, we're going to be talking about a lot of different books. So, first of all... Um, to introduce the books, I just want to ask the question, what stories mattered to you most as a child and why? If anyone wants to go first. I'll go. Um, for me, I really liked like adventure books or like books that just like brought me out of my little shell, I guess. Um, I used to read a lot when I was little and I kind of stopped, but I remember like one of my favorite books series was um the magic treehouse series and they would go to like different places from like their treehouse i don't even know like it was just really fun stuff so i like books like that yeah i was gonna say the magic treehouse too i just yeah i loved books that like helped with my imagination yeah those were nice yeah (laughs) yo loki i got a story time loki loki okay let's buckle up (laughs) so english was actually well now it's like my obviously dominant language because I know it more than any other language but English wasn't my first language when I was little like little like when I was in kindergarten preschool like I struggled so much to like write I was I found a paper of it the other day I was laughing to write English sentences like I like to read I like hot pizza like I couldn't write that when I was like little like I struggled so much I remember I would have like writing tests in like kindergarten and I would come home crying to my mom because I just struggled so much so when I started off with English like like reading and writing I hated it as a kid because like I just didn't know English that well because it wasn't my first language so then I was homeschooled and the main thing for me well not the main thing but a main thing one of them was for me to be homeschooled was to like get better at English and so one of the books that I don't remember what they were called but they were kind of like these um it was a homeschool program that my mom did my mom taught me and they were like I guess they were like it was like a Christian homeschool program so they were like books and um I don't remember what they're called but those are really meaningful to me because they made me like be like get better at reading and now I like mm-hmm. enjoy reading and all that And I have since, I have enjoyed reading ever since. So I don't know what they're called. So that's kind of like boring. But those books specifically that I read all the time over and over, like they like literally taught me how to read because I used to read horribly. I would be like, I, I, like it was so bad. And yeah. And then after that, when I, I started to enjoy books that matched like my like hyper personality. So I don't know if you guys have heard of like Fancy Nancy or Pinkalicious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I would read those books because like you know Anna, she Loki is. I still am today, but when I was younger, I was so extra and like super girly and stuff. So I would always read Pinkalicious and like Fancy Nancy. Um, I read like 
Fly Guy, <laughs> and I would read um Junie B. Jones, and then oh then Junie I started reading Dork Diaries and Diary of a Wimpy Dork Kid, Diaries. and then oh my god, Dork I still have all the Dork Diaries books. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. Wait, wait, one of our friends like wasn't allowed to read Dork Diaries. <laughs> wait, okay, wait. Going back to what Anna said, Anna, I actually really relate to that, mm-hmm. um, because uh. Like, when I was little, like, I, like, obviously, English was not spoken in our house. So, like, Mm -hmm. we were only really exposed to it from going to, like, library sessions and stuff. Like, you know, those, like, youth group, like, library sessions? Yeah, like, the little, yeah, the events they play. Yeah, Um, but, like, I literally was such a bad reader. Like, Mm Anum started reading way before me, and I got jealous. Um, But I... Like, I remember in, like, RE, like, religious ed, I would, like, talk, I would learn, like, the stories that are in, like, the Bible and the Quran and the Torah, and I would literally, like, tell my art teacher, like, religious (laughs) stories, and then, um, yeah, and honestly, like, not even gonna lie, Arab stories are the best stories. <laughs> a Thousand and One Nights is, like, one of the first, like, um, fables I read, like, as a kid. And then, actually, moving on to the next question, what stories or experiences in high school mattered most to you and why? In high school, in a, my freshman year, I read a historic retelling of A Thousand and One Nights called The Wrath and the Dawn by Renee Audier. And that is one of my favorite stories still to this day. Like, Wow. It's just such a good story, and it like it like it taught about like a culture that I was familiar with, but in a language that I needed to learn for school. And like I think that a thousand and one nights really like opened up my eyes to that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I th- I just got started on that question, but like, do you have any like high school stories that really impacted you? Wait, before we get on to that, just to kind of go back to what you and you were saying, I I just, like, think it's cool how, like, getting better at reading, like, I guess English, because, you know, that's what we want to learn or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting how, like, your confidence sort of builds up when you get better at understanding it, writing it, and reading it, because, like, you feel more knowledgeable, and, like, knowledge is power, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, anyone have any high school books? <laughs> yeah, I actually read this one book. It's my favorite book that I've ever read probably in my entire life, but it's called The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. It's just so good and it's about this like autistic um boy who like it's like written in his perspective, so you get to see like a whole different like way of thinking and it was just like really like well thought out and written like all of the chapters were named like all the chapters were numbered in his specific way of thinking and it was just so cool and um I don't know it was just like really inspirational I guess I don't know I just really liked it and I'm pretty sure it was part of the curriculum but they took it out so but I didn't know that but you know what I was ahead of the time and yeah even though I got canceled so <laughs> yeah Dr. speaking Seuss of the oh what oh, i said dr seuss who <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of the curriculum one of the books that we read like throughout high school like as a school was um the kite runner 
And, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Again, relating to the culture aspect, I think I just have like a thing for Arab stories, but um, <laughs> girl, you're like, not even Arab. I know I'm not Arab, <laughs> girl. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Uh, right when we read it, around that time was a time where a lot of Afghani people were coming to um, America to escape the war. And like, I don't know if you remember this, Anam, but like a bunch of Afghani people came to um, Jamaat Khanna for the first time. Oh, yeah. And they were wearing like their cultural clothes and the hats and like we didn't know what was going on. It was around the time of Diamond Jubilee, too. So like everyone was dressed up and we were like dancing and they would do their dances and stuff. <gasps> Oh yeah, I did my little dancey dance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and they they had like stuff on their head, like they were like holding like a pot and stuff. Yeah, really cool. Like it was just so. It was really cool, and like, um, like oh my god, they spoke their own language. They had their own culture, and like reading Kite Runner in high school. Also, first of all, Muslim representation in high school in general was just really big but then to have it connect so closely with like real life experiences was like really impactful for us but yeah that's I, and then I think both- that, that's really nice to hear because like it's not my place to say that so hearing like someone like who 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 it's their place to say that like shows like okay maybe there's some hope in the high school curriculum yeah <laughs> yeah I think it's definitely gotten better. Like, even, like, I don't know, I can't speak on this, but, like, even getting the choice to read Giovanni's Room, I feel like, would be very impactful for the LGBTQ community. I know that we chose that as a group, but, yeah. I feel like that would also be, like, really impactful. Because if you you think about it, like, even a couple years ago, like, I don't know if... Yeah, I don't know if we'd be able to... A lot of schools would give that as an option. Mm Mm-hmm. I just, I think that, like, the combination of all the books that we've read throughout high school, like, with the curriculum, has helped a lot in just, like, expanding knowledge of different cultures and just, like, knowledge in general. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, like, reading Black Boy and Catcher in the Rye and, like, Purple Hibiscus and Kite Runner, like, those were all very different books. Mm -hmm. But, like, I've, I've learned so much from them. Because, like, I am a white female. Like, I don't, like, I don't know too much about, like, different cultures and, like, the plights of different, like, minorities. But being able to read about it in school has, like, helped so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it was pretty eye- Oh, Oh, go ahead. (laughs) I was going to say, especially, just a quick comment. Like, these books were, like, written, like, a couple years ago and, like, some many years ago. And the fact that they're still so relevant today, not surprisingly, obviously, it's just, I think that's cool about, like, books. But anyways, go on, Allison, sorry, or Fizzo. No, I was just saying, because, like, especially, like, literature classes, um, they've been so open to, like, all, like, cultures, all forms of literature. Um, but, like, if you go into a history classroom, like, I remember specifically from AP Human Geo, um, I went into class after reading the Islam unit um, and my teacher was like, if you want to say anything, go ahead and say it. And then I said something and he was like, no. 
but that was only because they were only teaching from one point of view of Islam and mm-hmm. yeah. they weren't really teaching the other point of view and they didn't even go like that deep into like the two main sects they only focused on one sect and there's many more other sects within those you know right yeah so like it was like there I was kind of being like you know like pushed down but here it was like actually celebrated you know mm-hmm. and I'm sure other people feel that way too like with the literature classes yeah yeah does anyone want to add anything else no yeah I just think like it's definitely progressed in a positive way and I still think there's like we still have so much more to progress like even in classes and stuff not just this class like when I say this class I mean this like in like English classes like in every class too but I think Mm -hmm. so far you know with my experience um these certain like classes that you know where we have to read and stuff like I think they're kind of if that makes sense like leading in the progressiveness but like I said Mm -hmm. there's always there's always like there's still so much more room you know but it's a good thing that it's happening so credit or shout out to my English teachers at LaCour okay I think our last point of discussion is how have you grown as a reader or like how have you grown as a person who experiences the outside world like do you experience it differently than you did maybe at freshman year or as a child? Um, and how do you keep like reading and literature and just like spreading stories a part of your life? And how are you going to do that in college too? Dang, that was like six parts of the question. Yeah. <laughs> it's all kind of lumped in one. Like, how are you growing as a reader and how are you going to keep right. growing? Reader. It's just ways for us to expand on the question, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, like, I feel like we, we hear stories and we read stories every day, like, without even realizing it. Like, I don't know. Like, there's, like, so many different types of literature. Like, I mean, like, in our religious ed class, we're, like, talking about literature this whole year. And so there's, like, there's so many different types. Like, there's music, there's, like, actual books, there's poems, stuff like that. Although literature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we can literally like we spread it like without even realizing it a lot of the time and like now there's like social media so it's like you know people post on their instagram stories and also like i don't think anyone's ever gonna stop reading like i know it's like a lot lessened now but i mean in college we're gonna be forced to read a bunch of books like i'm pretty sure and like i don't know like sometimes like some of these books that they actually assign us are really good so you know i do recommend like a lot of the books so that's how like I feel like I would keep going like I would just share my interests I guess yeah I know going back to the social media thing like there's different ways like you said you're never gonna stop reading it's true because I I see like a lot of people will post like poems like on their stories Mm -hmm. and like they read them or like they'll post like posts with like long captions like that's still literature technically you know and like like you said like the music and um Like, maybe people, I know, like, audiobooks is, like, a big thing right now, so, like, or 
it's always been a thing, but I feel like it's a lot more popular now. Like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, I love listening to audiobooks. Like, that's another, like, form of literature, you know, because you're just reading it out loud and hearing right. it. So, like, yeah, it's never going to go away. And, like, it literally never is going to go away because, yeah. like, we need it to communicate and stuff. And even, like, there's even literature, like, when you're texting your friends because, right. or let's say you're having a discussion or I'm... Or maybe let's say you're having an argument with someone over a text. Like, that's still, like, literature because you're just writing certain things to get certain emotions or points across. So it's, like, always going to be with us. Talking to people, having discussions like this, too. Like, you know? Yeah. Period. Period. Her. Her. <laughs> um, as I was saying, yeah. Like, okay. How have I grown as a reader? I used to be really into sci-fi because of, like, the whole, like, divergent stage. And it's kind of silly now. It's definitely not my favorite book anymore. It's probably one of my least favorite books. But I know I know that Anom and Allison remember when Reyna and I were obsessed with that book. Um, uh, I'm sorry for that break in my life. Okay, me and my friend in our friend group in middle school were obsessed with Divergent and we would not shut up about it. Oh. Um, and so I am publicly apologizing to Anom and Allison for having to put up with us. Oh. Um, but yeah, that's definitely not my favorite type of literature anymore. I like um, more historical fiction now. And I think that I will keep literature in my life. Like Anna was saying, like, um, like, it's everywhere around us, and, like, I'm really big into music, so I think that I'll definitely, like, be doing stuff with music in college, and to me, music is a form of literature. Oh, Anna left. <laughs> to me, music is a form of literature, so, like, I feel like we'd, I'd still be, like, immersing myself into that, you know? Right. Yeah. So, Yeah. I've I've also found that it's, like, made me a lot less selfish. Like, I would, like, Mm -hmm. read more books like Divergent and, like, just, like, books like that. But then the more that I started reading, like, cultural books, it's Mm -hmm. made me, like, open my eyes to, like, realize that there's a world other than what I know it as. Mm -hmm. So, and that, like, gives me motivation to keep reading, like, into Mm -hmm. my adult years. Mm-hmm. The just world cause... is a revolver on America? <laughs> like, it just, yeah, literature just opened up my eyes, you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. And then, what were we, the other literature, Anam? Yeah. I think I really want to look into that, because it sounds kind of good. It's okay, for just like manners like they just teach you how to like yeah. meet other people and like i don't know just like be kinder to the world and stuff and yeah i think it's like really inspirational and like something that we can use in the future like even though it's like what yeah. thousands of years old it's still like really i think it still applies today, today. also all jahiz mr bug eyes um okay. his death story is really funny so yeah he died, like, he was, like, a really big reader, and he literally died from a bunch of books falling off him. And he was, yeah. like, the guy who pretty much started the Adab literature. So, yeah. Yeah, and his name is Al-Jahiz, which translates to, um, bug, bug eyes, um. And he literally and- had, like, bug eyes. 
Yeah, he literally had bug eyes, and people would call him that as a joke. And but that was the name that stuck. That's like the only thing that I remember from our from my religious yeah. ed class, basically, because I'm targeted too. So I feel that. I feel you, all Jahees. Yeah. Okay. Can you guys now that? An- yeah, now that Anna's back, you want to say the final remarks, Anna? Y'all, I had no idea what you guys were just talking about right now. I just got back. <laughs> we were just, it's just like final wrap-ups. We were, t- Anum and I were talking about our own, like, um, literature stuff. Oh, okay. Um, wait, to, f- to finish off the, wait, I just really wanted to bring this up. Has anyone ever read the selection? <laughs> Yes, yeah, I love this okay, okay, okay. I needed to mention this book because okay, I'm I'm sure people listening, <laughs> I'm sure you think it's like a really cheesy book, but it's very important because for a while, I think like in high school, like freshman year and stuff. I think it was like yeah, I think it was like winter break of freshman year or sophomore year. I was, like, I used to read, like, pretty often, like, in middle school and stuff, you know, I, like, loved the Percy Jackson series and stuff, and, like I said, I when I read I Was Younger, I had so many, like, different picture books, but then for a while I wasn't reading, and then I really don't remember who told me to read the selection series, but then I did, and then my whole, like, reading thing got revamped, because I literally binge read all those books in, like, a week, which is, like, insane, <laughs> and that includes, like, the shorter books, too, and, like, oh, I'm like obsessed the... with reading because then it, like, really pushed me to, like, actually, like, you know, put myself in, like, you know, in the world. Like, in the yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, okay, looking back at it, the selection is not the most well-written piece of oh, literature. No, it's, it's definitely, definitely not. It's but it's book. such a good read. Right. Um, and I think, read, okay, yeah. special shout out to my best friend, Wattpad. Stop, I don't I think any of us would have been. That up. I was literally gonna be like, "Oh, that's like literally <laughs> same concept. Bad literature, but good reads." Yeah. I don't think any of us would have been interested in reading if it had not been for that website. Yeah. No, girl, I did too. I wrote a book on like a show that I like. And it got, like, really, really popular, and now I'm so embarrassed, but, like, it's still up, and none of y'all will find it. Oh, yeah, I will <laughs> never let anyone find it. Loki, yeah. I, I logged in Wattpad, like, I think, like, a couple days ago, and I was like, I kind of want to finish this. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I haven't been on that in so long. Do I make a comeback? Do I make a comeback? Do I re- Bro, they did a whole movie off like a Wattpad. What is it called? Wait, was it um After? After? No, yeah, after, but there was the other one with Joey Keane. Oh, wait. A what? Kissing Booth. Kissing Booth. Kissing- wait, Kissing Booth oh. was the Wattpad book? Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> I mean, I like hate the movie, but like. Uh, yeah, I hate the movie. But, like... I think why people would be obsessed with reading it, you know? Yeah. Because sometimes, like, it's good to, like, read and, you know, like, have that scientific part of it and, like, that, um, like, entertainment part of it. I know we talked about that in literature at one point this year. But then sometimes it's good to, like, just purely have fun. Like, those bad books that we just talked about, like, sometimes that's what kind of gets me motivated to read. And then that pushes me to find different books that actually are, You have to pay to read on Wattpad, though, now. What? Did you guys see that? Yeah, did you guys see that? Imagine, like, doing that. 
I don't think it's worth it, like, paying to... Yeah. Yeah. But I was yeah. just thinking about it. I was just thinking about it. I was thinking about it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> At first, I was like, I was like what pad as a joke? But now, I don't think it's a joke I... anymore. Y'all, don't even, don't even... Don't even judge me, but I think I got Wattpad first to read um, a selection fan fiction. Oh, I got it to download to read One Direction Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so, trust the me. Your Name um, fan fictions. Yeah. Oh no, God. but so, so I was like, okay, so it was fan fictions, but what was different is like they would just write like small paragraphs of different scenarios. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, maybe oh my sorry. God, maybe <laughs> oh, like one shots. One shots. I think that. I think that's what you're talking about. Like, oh, the probably. Ones. And I would like watch like One Direction Imagines on YouTube. <laughs> oh my god! And like the fun fun facts, 170 fun facts about Harry Styles. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna stop exposing. Yeah, let's stop exposing ourselves. Um, Uh, so yeah. So I think that was a very intellectual conversation about Wattpad. (laughs) I wonder why it's called Wattpad. Yeah, right. Let's analyze it. (laughs) Before we started the podcast, we were like, "Oh yeah, like literature is like everywhere," and I started analyzing. Um. Ice fountain water bottle by my desk. Yeah, I was like, for why is our interview, what's the symbolism for, there? For our that? interview podcast, for our interview podcast, watch and be like, watch and be like, what does Wattpad mean? Analyze it. Oh my god! Wait, like, <laughs> no, don't give him ideas. <laughs> okay. Um. Hopefully, he didn't finish this, and we bored him. At what? <laughs> um, okay, thank you everyone for listening. Yeah, thanks for um, the AP rewrite. We have one more episode coming out, so this will be on the internet for the rest of our lives. <laughs> yeah, let that scare you. But yeah, we will see you in our next episode, our finale episode. Finale episode. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.